Well, hey there, strangers. And actually, I guess I'm the real stranger here because I've kind of gone MIA. Uh, I haven't even done an episode of Live Your Best Life since May. And a lot was happening. Once that one got released, um, I was in the process of finding a new job. Because as you know, uh, during my last couple of episodes, um, I was let go for my last employment and a lot has taken place. Uh, my emotions, obviously, you know, it was like it was an up and down situation. Um, but I was still, you know, I still had friends and family around me who supported me and uh, it made it a little bit easier. Uh, so I landed the job in Virginia and was getting ready to, to move. I had actually I almost was homeless and it was because I laugh at it now, but it wasn't funny at the time. I had found a place in Virginia and it was hard. I, it's almost like, I, I don't know, the housing market is completely, everyone's just not moving. Obviously, you know, pandemic, COVID, people aren't really moving, moving. And if you find a place that you like, you know, you're not going to go anywhere. So I had signed a lease and put my deposit down and all that yada yada jazz that you got to do. So it was about a week before I was moving. Maybe it was two weeks. I had already given my notice to, to my current landlord in Pennsylvania. And I was like, hey, yeah, here's my 30-day notice. You know, I've already signed the lease. We're good to go. So I start packing. And two weeks prior to me moving, I get a call from the landlord that would have been my landlord. And he's like, hey, I really hate to do this. Um, but the current tenant, they aren't going to be able to move out. Uh, so therefore, we are going to keep them in the house and we're going to reimburse you your deposit and your application fee. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? You know, I don't know. Things are different in Virginia. I guess loyalty, you know, like, I don't know. So I just start to panic and I'm like, OK, well, do you have any other properties uh, that I could possibly look at? And he's like, unfortunately, I don't have any more. So I start to kind of panic. You know, I cry a little bit. I'm like, I am two weeks away from moving. It took me this long to find a place. I don't know what I'm going to do. So first thing I thought of, let me call my landlord now and see if he's already rented out the place. Maybe I could buy myself a little bit more time. So I call him and he was like, oh, unfortunately, I rented it out. That person has already signed the lease and deposit. And, you know, I've given them a date that they can move in since, you know, you've already given me yours to move out. And I'm like, okay. All right. Um, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, you know, this is not your fault. And I'm going to figure this out. And the only plan that I had come up with at that very moment was, well, I'm just going to store all my things. And at the time, I was living in an Airbnb in Virginia. And I still had my apartment in Pennsylvania. So I'd go back home on the weekends. And I was like, OK, I'll just store everything. And I'll keep Airbnb until I find a place. Well, I had already gotten the pod all set because I... It was the cheapest way to move all my stuff without constantly having to bother my friends to move everything, you know, like every single time it happened. I'm like, okay, it'll be one move into a pod. They will store the pod and then the pod will get dropped off at my house once I finally have a home. So get that all set up. And I, I keep looking. I'm asking, you know, my new coworkers in Virginia, like if they know of anyone, if anything. So what happened? Someone had driven by a house that was it had a for rent sign on it and I had not even seen it on anywhere on any websites and so I make the call and the gentleman who's the landlord 
he was like, yeah, but you know, I can totally show it to you. It's been on the market a little bit because I've just been really busy in my work that it's renting houses is kind of just, you know, fallen through with everything else that I do. So I'm, you know, obviously I'm like, man, should I worry about what kind of landlord he is? You know, but he's super nice, has always, you know, been, you know, helpful with everything. And uh, so as I'm looking at the house, you know, like sometimes when you go to rent a place, you have to feel something, you know, like you don't just rent a place because it's, you need a place. I I mean, yes, in this case, I definitely was, but I had this just a feeling of that place that I didn't have at any of the other ones that I looked at. And I was like, man, I really, you know, I really like it. Um, it, it was a little bit more expensive than what I was looking to pay per month, but it was doable. Like I, I could afford it. It was just more than what I wanted to pay. And he's like, well, I've got one other property. It's the same price. Um, it's a little bit closer to your job. So I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go look at it. I look at it. I didn't get that same feeling. I, it was a beautiful home, but this, that first one that I looked at was like, no, I, you know, I really like that first one. It's a little bit further away from Mark, but I liked it. So I went with that one and it was, I signed the lease Friday. That Sunday, I had to be out of my apartment in Pennsylvania. So talk about in the nick of time. I'm like, oh my God, like obviously someone was looking out for me. Someone was on my side because, you know, at least I had a plan. It wasn't the end of the world, but it was, I through all of it, I was just like, I would, I would get mad and I would be like, you know, maybe if I could have just made nice with that human being, maybe all, you know, all this would have been. I wouldn't have to worry about this. So I was, you know, I was in my head a lot and I was going through these emotions as everything was happening in front of me. Uh, so finally, you know, got moved into the house. My mom came up from Florida. Uh, she spent a week with me to get everything situated. And, you know, I couldn't be more grateful and lucky to have her have done that. She didn't have to. She did. Uh, friends came. They helped me unpack everything. So the first couple of weeks I had people in and out of the house all the time. And I was, you know, keeping busy, trying to get everything situated. Plus, I was, you know, learning everything at my new job, just getting situated with it. a lot of new all at once and a lot of new that I that I wasn't looking for. You know, it, it happened. Um, I got let go from an employment because I couldn't make nice with someone. Point blank, period. You know, I, I, I'm one of those people where if you're just an ignorant person, I'm going to treat you like that. I don't, I don't feel that if you're going to treat me away, treat me with respect and I will treat you with respect as well. And, you know, respect already had been lost between me and this individual. And I was just like, I'm saying what everyone else is feeling because everyone in the building is feeling it. I'm the only one saying it. And I get that because people have a family they have to protect. They've got bills to pay. I had already reached the point where I just didn't care. I knew that there was no more growth within that company for me. I wasn't going anywhere. Anytime that I had been given the position that I wanted, it was taken away within six months to a year. Every single time. You get tired of it. You get tired of it and you get tired of the games and you get tired of the lies. And that's where I had gotten. I had been there, you know, seven and a half years. I love every single person that works there. And I, I have a lot of respect for them. Even the ones I didn't get along with at the end. Because guess what? They played in a major role in my life at one point. And the hardest part of it all and, and still is not being able to see the people I love every day. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you've moved before. And absolutely, I have. I, I've moved from Pennsylvania to Florida and I was way younger. Um, but that move was something that I wanted for me. 
I didn't want to keep working in pharmacy. I had been doing it for 11 years at that point. And I was also working part-time in radio. And radio was where, where I wanted to be in. And so when I left from Florida to Pennsylvania, it was my choice. And when I walked in through those doors, I knew that I wanted to be there. I knew that I had an end game. At least I, I thought I did. Honestly, I walked in there thinking I was only going to be there for two years. And it ended up being seven and a half years. And, and quite frankly, I still would have been there. Um, I, I didn't really, there wasn't a whole lot of reasons to leave on a whim like that. You know, I, I was starting to, to make plans and start, you know, looking outside. Not because I wanted to or because I wanted to leave anyone or because I couldn't stand working there. No, it was because there was no more growth. And I'm that person where I need to see growth within myself. And if I feel that I'm stagnant, then I start to feel cramped. Like I can't go anywhere. Like a like a bird in a cage. And, you know, I, I love to, to grow. I love to, you know, branch out and to be able to experience things. And I wasn't doing that in that work environment anymore. You know, everything that I would try, I would, I would do different things just so that, you know, I felt like I was accomplishing something, but I always knew I was still at the same level. I was still at the same level that they had put me in five years ago. And I say five because there was a little change within those, you know, five years. Um, but then when they, they took me off the for the last time off of a morning show that was a, a great. It, it, I, I loved working with my favorite person every single morning. Um, and many of you know him, especially if you've listened to us and you know where I'm from. And I'm talking about AJ Silver. And the day that they took me off that show, I was done. I was done because I knew I would never get back there again. They were not going to allow that for whatever reason, whether we say it's because of money or because they didn't want to have a two-man morning show. I don't know. And honestly, that was the day they lost me. And that was the day I was just like, you know, I'm so tired of it. It's the same thing. And you see other people, you know, getting things that they that they want that they shouldn't be getting. And you're like, are you for real? You start to get a little resentment. And that was what was happening. Uh, and that's where, you know, I started to lose respect for certain people um, in the management level. And a lot more, you know, happened. But that's their personal story. And uh, But it, it all exploded within the workplace. And it, it became toxic. And you didn't want to have to go to work into a, in a toxic environment. Not that anyone was ever abusive toward any of us. But there was just things that you dealt with as an employee you should not have to deal with. Like, I got enough drama in my own life. Why am I sitting here watching A and B sit here getting into, like, some drama fight over not even a work thing? Like, come on. Boy, no one got time for that. So, you know, all that happened. And I, I got let go. And here I am in Virginia. And in Virginia, I've just realized when you move, you really realize who's in your corner. Uh, you really realize who your true friends are. Who's really going to be there when you're at your worst, when you need a, a, a pick-me-up? Because they remember the times that you've been there. And I'm a true believer in that. When you, If you expect people uh, to be there for you, you, you got to be the same kind of person. It's a give and take. You know, even in your friendships, in your relationships with your parents, in your relationships with your significant other, it's all a give and take. And uh, when I saw my tribe rally behind me, I knew I had done something right. And what I had done right in the seven and a half years that I have been there is develop these relationships with these people. It, didn't have, it had nothing to do with what I did at that radio station. 
It had everything to do with how I nurtured those relationships. And now there are a couple of relationships that I've fallen through the cracks uh, since I moved. And I also know that there are certain individuals that are upset with me because I chose to move. Um, I chose to move because I had to. Yes, I could have gotten a regular job. I could have been a bartender. I could have, you know, been a server. I could have even gone back to pharmacy. But none of that would have really fulfilled my heart. There's always going to be something that I felt like I needed to be doing. Like I wanted to, my end goal has to do with radio. It's not radio itself, but it's how two of my worlds are going to be combining. And and that's like a five-year plan. We're not even there yet, but I'll let you in a little bit on that. Uh, so I just, you know, I had spent all these years, you know, chasing radio and, you know, having working 18-hour days just so that I could have a part-time radio job and just so that I could pay the pills. And I stayed in pharmacy and I moved from my home to Pennsylvania following this dream. I wasn't just going to let it go because someone decided they couldn't handle the truth I spoke. So they said, you know what? It's easier to just let her go than to hear her constantly <laughs> throwing the truth in our face. So I'm going to give up what I love because someone decided that I couldn't speak on their company anymore. No, I wasn't going to give them that satisfaction. I'm going to keep doing what I love to do. And I've been very lucky being able to continue to pursue that. You know, now doing a morning show in Virginia and there's lots of room for growth within this company. Um, everyone is extremely kind. Granted, it's still like the honeymoon phase, right? We're like the three months, four months honeymoon phase. But um, there's, you know, just the energy is completely different. Um, the way it's managed, uh, it, it's just it's just different. I've almost forgotten what it's like to work in a non-toxic uh, work environment. And it's a breath of fresh air. And I'm grateful for that aspect of it. And again, there's, there's growth. Uh, there's room for growth. And I've seen it and I've already experienced it. And being here just such a short time. But the one thing, the many things that I miss in Pennsylvania are my friends. You know, I'm not going to have my best friend walk through my door every day because she got bored at work. Or because, you know, she got off of work early or whatever. Or because she just wanted to hang out. I'm not going to get the one, two o'clock morning calls from friends who had just gotten off of work who know that I'm out doing something or I'm drinking out and they want to hang out and they're just going to show up at my house. And granted, yeah, there are relationships that I can develop in Virginia, but I've gotten to the point in my life where I love meeting new people. I love getting to experience a different world, but I love my world too. And I remember going through these emotions after, you know, living in the place that I'm at now and missing my friends missing my family, regretting that I didn't go to Florida. And I was like, but what, what? you would have done the same thing in Florida that you would have done in Pennsylvania. You would have just ended up going back to pharmacy or you would have ended up just working at just to work. So something was always going to be missing. And at least now you still have your friends and you still get to do what you love. And, you know, I'm only about an hour and a half, two hours away. Um, but I had gotten super angry. <laughs> like I was mad because I had wanted to, to be there for a friend and I couldn't be there. And I would have, if I was still in Pennsylvania, uh, I, that, I remember that night, I just wanted to pick up and make a phone call and just 
lay in on this individual and be like, you thought you couldn't handle my truths? Honey, I haven't even started with my truths. And then I was like, why would you do that? Because that's going to make you know better than what happened. It's about learning from it and realizing you're not going to silence yourself. There are pe- There will be people that will try to silence you. But if you are standing up for something that you believe in, something that you've seen with your own eyes and you've heard from multiple people around, then you're not the only one. Yeah, I might have been the only one who spoke up, but I'm certainly not the only one who thought exactly what I said. So chapter ended. And, uh, you know, unlike them, I still have the people in my life. <laughs> A couple of people don't want nothing to do with those people. And, and that that's my biggest takeaway. Is that, yeah, I might have lost or they might have thought that they bought me down. And they did. They most certainly did. I was, <laughs> I was a hot mess. Depression, actually, is what happened to me and why I had gone so MIA in the last couple of months. I was depressed. And depression hits you in a way that you don't, you don't even realize it's hitting you. And you start to think things and you start to say things and you're like, whoa, this isn't me. And just because, you know, I constantly still, you know, kept with the positive messages on my social media and smiles on my face didn't mean that I wasn't struggling with something. But I had to figure it out. I had to work it through. I had to better myself for me. And in bettering myself for me, I'm also bettering myself for those that I love around me. And at the end of the day, all the anger, (laughs) all the tears, all the heartache, that I experienced from being let go from a job. (laughs) I kind of laugh now because it's their loss. I lost too, but let me tell you, they lost as well. They lost loyalty. They lost someone who would have been there. They lost someone who's always willing to do anything. And I lost getting to see the people I love every day. But I can still call them. I can still talk to them. So where I'm headed next, I don't know. (laughs) Being let go from a job really shows you that tomorrow could be different. Just because you, you know, you got a job today doesn't mean you will tomorrow. So it's enjoy every second and make sure you save (laughs) and make sure you're smart about your money. Uh, You know, I've luckily I've never been one of those people who just spend to spend. I don't need fancy things. I rather spend my money on experiences and travel and, you know, help versus, you know, needing a $500 pair of sunglasses. Where the heck am I going with those? I just spent $500 on them now. I got to save up because I don't even got anywhere to go with them stupid sunglasses. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, the point is of all this is just kind of update you, let you know what I've been up to, what I've been going through. And let you know that when life hits you, it's going to test you. You know, this isn't going to be the last test that's given to me. But it's also, the depression is real. But there are always people around you that are willing to help you. I didn't come out of my depression alone. I couldn't have. There's no way. I kept sinking alone. Until I finally opened up to friends. And to my mom. And to my family. And told them exactly what I was going through. That is how I know that I've done something right. Not because of the likes on my Facebook or not because of, you know, I'm grateful for those likes. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But I know I've done something right in life when I've got such a tribe behind me. 
who I, this whole last six months, I wouldn't be able to do without. They know exactly who they are. And I love you all to death. Um, from my family, my mom, to my best friend, Amanda, to my fr- childhood friends in, in Florida, and to you guys, the listeners. Um, you've all kept in touch, you know, through social media. You've all constantly expressed how much you miss me. And, you know, I was, when I kicked off this podcast, that's what it was supposed to be like, an outlet to for me to be able to talk and, you know, just kind of bring things to you and, you know, dumb, funny, serious, whatever. And I let, I let it go after May when life hit me. And it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because I just, I wasn't in a, in a good mindset. I couldn't do it. There was just so much going on that I was like, there is no way I could go on that mic, even crack open the mic and even pretend to want to be doing this podcast. Uh, But here I am, (laughs) better, healthier, and I'm always going to have emotions. So it ain't going to be the first time or last time you hear me cry on this thing. You know, (laughs) I'm always going to laugh at the other end. Uh, It's funny now looking back, but life can really can really uh, change in in a second. And I learned that in the mix of all that, I've also been, you know, taking classes. It's funny because the beginning of this year, I started taking classes for psychology. I had realized that I wanted to I wanted to help people. I love nothing more than working on myself and helping people work on themselves to be a better person for themselves, uh, for the people that they love. That's what we do it for. And so I started taking classes and then, of course, you know, got let go in February uh, so I only took one class the first like semester because I was like, oh, I don't know what this is going to be like. Like, I haven't been in school in like, what, 15 years. I don't know if I could do this. So I started, you know, took the one class. Obviously had a lot of time during that semester. So I should have signed up for more than one uh, had I been able to predict the future. Uh, then during the summer, I had taken two classes because I had a little bit more time. And then this semester, I'm also taking two classes. Uh, So the program's two years. So technically, I'm about one year away. As long as I keep up, I'm going to have to take a little bit more classes next semester and possibly the summer. But I think only three classes I would need to take. I don't know. I'm not trying to rush it. You know, when I get there, I get there. And, uh, you know, that's going to be the next half of my life. (laughs) They always say when you're in the radio, you should have a backup plan. And my original backup plan was pharmacy. And I was like, no, I'm not trying to sit there and count out pills and, you know, medicate people. I want to heal people from the inside, their heart, their soul, their mind. Pills can't do that. I mean, some some of them can. I'm I'm not against, you know, if you need it for what you need it for, that's fine. I am against those who are addicted and junkies. Just going to keep it real. And I've dealt with a lot of those in my life, especially working in pharmacy and you know, it, uh, those aren't those people weren't always like that. Somehow, somewhere they got there. And if I could be that person who helps you not get there, then that's all I really would love in my life. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for, you know, taking the time and listening and me updating you as to what's happening in my world. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm planning to do these weekly um, every other week at the lead at the least. And, uh, you know, we're still going to keep doing the same thing. I'll have some people come on. We'll chat with them, people that you probably already know, uh, people that you might not know. Uh, you know, if I get a chance to get on some celebrity friends, you know, artists, country artists, I definitely will. Um, obviously, my window is not as large as it was at my last company, but um, I'll do what I can. And hopefully you guys continue on this journey with me. All right. Peace. Love you.